Episode 41 They sat on the couch in the game room. Jackie rested her head on Kyle's shoulder. He put his arm around her and held her close. The tabletop Ms. Pac-Man Galaga game burbled in the background as Topper Moss, now nothing more than a phantom himself, pursued his impossible goal. This hour we meet Myra Waltz Gander of the Northwest Sasquatch Information Center. Myra believes her husband, Everill, was murdered by a Sasquatch nearly twenty years ago. The center used to be a boarding house for loggers, which Myra ran, just like her mother before her. Upstairs, the rooms remain exactly as they were when each boarder left them, in a hurry, for the last time. Beds are unmade, the impressions of young sleeping loggers still in them. Their forms have filled in with dust. The common room now houses the center's library and exhibits. These are needles that fell off that tree when the Sasquatch howled. Myra removed an envelope from a glass case and shook the needles gently into her palm. Here's some footprint casts I made. I took them just outside the house by the kitchen window. Every three or four months there are some fresh ones. Sometimes I leave food out for him, some fish, some pie sometimes. It all gets eaten. You say him. Does that mean you think there's only one? That's the conclusion I've come to. How can that be? There are Bigfoot sightings all over the world. There are also many hoaxers in this world, Topper. But that's not a bad thing. I believe the Sasquatch knows about them, and they please him. They make him feel less lonely because these hoaxes show him that other people really want to be like him, to be him, even. He wishes they could, too. Imagine being the only one of your kind. Forgive me, but your concern for Bigfoot surprises me. Didn't he kill your husband? Killed and ate him, even ate his bones. He left no trace. I'd think you'd want revenge for that. At first I did. Every day I went into the woods with a rifle and a crossbow and a hunting knife long as your arm. I offered a bounty for the Sasquatch's head, until the sheriff told me I couldn't do that. I begged the boarders to come out with me at night and look. I stopped making their beds and cooking for them. I barely ate anything myself, just scooped stuff out of cans when I thought of it and left them out on the counter. So the boys all left. I can't say I blame them. But over time I got to thinking, everybody has to eat. We are creatures of this world, all of us, and we eat each other. Humans, animals, plants. That's how it is. So what's the point of being angry? Topper laid his head on Myra's enormous dining room table and burst into sobs. Now that, said Kyle, is what I call forgiveness. Jackie burrowed her face into Kyle's chest. Kyle wished he had changed his T-shirt this week of all weeks. Just like you didn't want to be found in dirty underwear if you got hit by a bus, you also should always be prepared for your wife to cry on you, even about another man. Kyle didn't quite allow himself to hope that Harry's disappearance was permanent, but he'd begun to think that things might finally change, even in Christmastown. We could leave, you know, Kyle said to Jackie as her warm tears soaked his shirt. Molly's older, and she's getting restless. I know you've seen it. Everyone has. Maybe this is a good time to, you know, try something else. He braced himself for a rebuke. You don't understand. You've never understood. Why would you want to leave the most wonderful place on earth? Instead, Jackie cried harder. I wish we could, she said. Some days I want nothing more than to go back to that little bungalow, you know. We could just raise our kids and work and eat and go to church. Or not go. I don't even care about that anymore. We could just be normal and happy like we used to be. Perhaps if Kyle's jaw hadn't dropped open and stayed that way for several seconds, if he'd been able to form words right then instead of gaping in astonishment, he might have convinced Jackie to act upon this desire. It would have been so simple. They could take Molly and go this minute. They could leave all this crap behind, the steam shower, the game room, Molly's gazillion unopened presents. They didn't need any of it. And the bungalow, he happened to know, had not yet sold. But we can't, Jackie said, sitting up and blowing her nose. Otherwise, Christmas Town will fall apart. So what if it does? It's not even a real place. It has no history. Is there even a cemetery? The whole town is completely artificial. People won't miss it, believe me. They'll just move on. That's not true, Kyle. This place is all about faith. 
in America, in our basic common goodness, and in me. As mayor, I represent this place, maybe even more than Molly does. Don't you see? If I run away, I'm stomping all over people's faith. Whether this was a delusion of grandeur or a deeply humbling willingness to give one's all for others, Kyle could not say. He only knew he loved his wife, and that if he wanted to get Molly out of Christmastown, he'd have to do it without Jackie.